0: Welcome back to Motor City Bets. As always, my name is Trevor and I'm joined today by Josh Katowski. Josh, how are you doing, sir? Glad to be back. Our second episode, we're entering into the NFL week four. How the hell are you, man?
1: I'm doing good, Trevor, man. It is good to hear from you. I'm glad to be back in the saddle behind the mic, ready to give some picks for this week. How uh, how have things been going for you, good sir?
0: Not too bad, sir. I think it's uh, I think it's good that we can just hop right into our last week's picks. I don't have any – there's no major news stories, in my opinion, in the football world this week. I mean, Richard Sherman joining the Bucks. I don't think that's really no, noteworthy yet. Uh, the college football uh, – the Ohio State linebacker quit in the middle of the game. That's something, but I don't really have anything to say on those lines. Uh, any, any big news out of the week for you before we hop into what happened last week? No, I got nothing. Perfect, sir. So, without further ado, I went ten and one uh, overall. I'm ten and one because you know we've only Damn. been going for one week. I was most shocked, I would say, by the Wisconsin Notre Dame game. I mean, yeah, that is the game I lost, but I was surprised to see how flat no- or Wisconsin came out in that game. I thought they'd have a little bit more spark. Josh, you went eight and three last week. What was your biggest surprise there? what went wrong? Um.
1: That's that's a tough question. Biggest surprise? I'm gonna go with Eagles plus four. I thought the Eagles were gonna hang around with the Cowboys. They got absolutely mollywopped. So I was uh,
0: surprised by that game as well, man. I really, I guess is Dallas real? I, I don't know. I have a, uh, I have some thoughts on them a little later on in the show, but I think the Eagles are the same Eagles that the Eagles have been. You know, they won the Super Bowl, which is fantastic. However. This Eagles team, I don't think, is anything to write home about. I think they seem pretty lost and not sure Jalen Hurts is the guy.
1: Exactly. And I'm, uh, I'm a little bummed out, too, by the Kansas City uh, Chargers. Uh, I missed that over by half a point tough one Mm. but other than that you know I'm feeling pretty confident I'm actually feeling really confident about my picks for this week
0: well I love that confidence Josh and I don't want to dwell on the past too much I need Aaron Rodgers to throw for two and a half more yards on Sunday Night Football but we're not we're not going to talk about that let's start where we need to start Josh and that's looking at Saturday we're talking a little bit of college football so I know you have at least five picks that are going to count towards your card for me Josh let's discuss some college football Starting with you, sir, the floor is yours. What are your picks this week?
1: Yeah, so, you know, college football, like you said, kicks off typically on Saturday. But for my first pick, we're kicking things off Friday night. We're headed to Big Ten country. Nice. We are headed to number five, Iowa, minus three on the road at Maryland. That's Friday night. On Fox Sports 1, over under right now is set at 47 and a half. There's a statistic that stood out to me for this game. Maryland is 2-15 and against the spread versus ranked opponents since 2016.
0: That's juicy. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Josh, but Iowa's ranked, right? Iowa is ranked. Iowa is the number five team Mm, in the country. I don't love
1: this from Maryland. Uh, Neither do I. I think Maryland is a very good team, and I think they are one of the better teams in the Big Ten. However, if I'm going to be honest, you know, I think uh, Tolia Tagovailoa hasn't really faced. Good job. You did a great job there. I'm proud of any, you. Thank you. Thank you. I for was, the pronunciation. This is not an English professional you. show here. Uh, T- Talia, I think that's how you pronounce it. I know I got the tag of Iowa part right? But, Perfect. Um, I don't think he's really faced too big of defenses. I mean, he's played West Virginia. Yeah, but that's a that's a big 12 school. They don't really play defense in the big 12. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like Iowa minus three here. That's going to be my first pick. Um, for my next pick, let's see. Yeah, you know what? Let's do this one. I'm going to do a little SEC matchup. Okay. Another top 15 matchup. Okay. Uh it's going to be Ole Miss and Alabama.
0: Ooh, I was looking at this game a lot, Josh. I don't have it on my card, but I I still might bet it. Give me some give me some statistics here sir. All right, I got a little
1: bit of, a little bit of information. Over under right now is at 79 and a half. That's insanely high. Unreal. That's Oh my God, this is going to, I think this will be a high scoring game. I don't know if it's going to be 79 and a half though. Um, however, here's my stat for you. Ole Miss 11 and five against the spread their last 16 games versus Alabama. Really? That's surprising. I'm taking Ole Miss and I forget the name of their quarterback, but I know he's in the Heisman conversation. So Give me Ole Miss in the points. I think Ole Miss keeps it close. Um, you know, based on those statistics, it says they've covered a lot. Um, I also think, you know, between Bryce Young and Ole Miss's quarterback, this is going to be a pretty close game.
0: Wow. Okay. I mean, I think that, that that's why I've been on the fence about it as well. That eleven and fifteen against the spreads huge. Uh, what do you got next for us, Josh? Next, we're headed to the Pac-12. We're going out west. Oh, you, I love headed. how you just, you're spreading the love around the I Power am. Five, Josh. I, I, I love to am. See
1: I, I want to keep each conference, you know, I'll keep my interest <laughs> everywhere. Um, for this one, we've got Washington taking on Oregon State. Right now, Oregon State is minus two and a half, over under set at 56 and a half. Oregon State, Trevor, is 12 and five against the spread in conference play. Since 2019, give me Oregon State minus two and a
0: half. This is the same Washington team that lost to themselves a football team and drove to Ann Arbor, right? Yes, that's the same. That's the same team. How is that game? Uh, yeah, I love. I love uh, the other OSU here. Josh. I think that's a good pick. All right, for my next game, I got
1: a top ten matchup. Wow. All right. I know. I've, I'm kind of going with the, I think a lot of big games here. Um, Number seven, number nine, number seven, Cincinnati taking on number nine, Notre Dame at home. Mm. Over unders set at 50 and a half. Cincinnati, Trevor, minus two and a half on the road. Little factoid here we go. You ready? This yep. is this this is what's caused me to take this pick. Notre Dame is covered in five straight home games. First top ten mm. teams. Cincinnati's number seven, Trevor.
0: I don't know. That's, much, a, t- that's a top ten team. That's a, t- that's a top, that top is, ten team. That, that technically qualifies as a top ten team, right there. I'm glad you had this on your card because this is a game I don't have in my card because I was so back and forth about. It. This is a game I want to bet. I'm uh, I'm a little bit of a Notre Dame fan. I know it's, uh, it seems kind of wrong, but like their their gold helmets are beautiful, man. The way they they shimmer in the in the under the lights light. I, I, I what what was your pick in this one? I'm sorry, my pick.
1: My pick is gonna be Notre Dame plus two and a half. If I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna take them two and a half, plus two and a half, and I'm probably gonna sprinkle a little bit of money line on them. Yeah, just I, like because. The, I, I like I like I like that, Josh. I love that actually. I, I think that's what happens.
0: I haven't seen any bonus contention with any of your picks so far, so I'm loving them. And that's scary and also awesome because we did so well last week collectively. I feel like it's good that we're, we're vibing on the same level right now. All
1: right. And then this isn't really an official, I, I won't say this is an official pick. I'm just going to throw this out there because oh, I, little do bonus. Really, I, I do a little bonus because I do really like it. Um, Another top 10 matchup. I'm I'm into Jeez, these. You're loving matches. the top 10s. Top 10 matchups. Give them to me. Um, SEC Conference. Give it to me. Um, number eight, Arkansas versus number two, Georgia. Georgia minus 18 and a half over under set at 47 and a half right now. Uh, Georgia, three and one against the spread this year. I'm going to be honest, Trevor if i'm thinking about this from a gambling perspective plus 18 and a half is a lot of points it's a lot of people points people have been Josh. hammering people are uh, according to statistics arkansas is getting 72% of the money oh i don't like that at plus 18 and a half if 72% in that line hasn't moved vegas knows trevor so they know. if if you're looking for one uh, I don't know how confident of a play this is going to be for me, but uh, Georgia, minus 18 and a half. I think Georgia uh, if, is really able to slow down the Arkansas offense.
0: Vegas I knows, think, man. Vegas I think Georgia knows.
1: They, Vegas knows, but I think Georgia is they, – they probably look like, if not – the best team in college football, the second best team. I mean, I think I think I, Georgia I think should be number one in Alabama. my opinion.
0: I think that they face yeah. a little bit stiffer competition. I mean, I know that Clemson teams dog shit. I have some words to say about them a little later on, but um, yeah, dude, Georgia. I think this is a good prove it game for Georgia. I think they can go out there if they can cover that 18 and a half point spread as a top ten matchup as an SEC conference game. I think that they that that should earn them the number one spot.
1: Absolutely. All right, Trevor. What uh, what picks do you got for us this week in college football, brother? Well,
0: sir, as we enter into October, we're gonna see the Leafs in Michigan change. We wake up in the morning; it's a little bit cooler. You gotta wear a sweater the first half of the day. It's it's beautiful. It's fucking football season. Golf clubs are officially well. I mean, I'm never done, but they're 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 out of the truck at this moment right now. It's football season. I'm excited. And I think you got to look no further than a solid Big Ten matchup to begin, okay. the, to begin my card and to, to welcome the month of October into, into existence. And that game is a game that you also mentioned, I believe, and that's Wisconsin and Michigan. So, Wisconsin and Michigan, I got a few stats for you here. I, let me, let me read you the line first. So it's Michigan at Wisconsin, Wisconsin's ferreted right now, minus one and a half over under 43 and a half. The head coach of, of Michigan's a contested gentleman. He is 19 and 0 in September, Josh. And, uh, and he is 34 and 22. Otherwise, as of Saturday, Josh, it's no longer September. Harbaugh does not do well, the colder it gets. Calendar day is changing, Trevor. Wisconsin is three and two in their last five against Michigan. And they lost the last time. So they, you know, they got that bitter taste of loss the last game. And on top of that, Jim Harbaugh is 37 and five against unranked teams. And he is two and twelve against top ten ranked teams, which isn't really super relevant to this. But I just like saying that two and twelve against top ten ranked teams, he's terrible. <sighs> but in good faith, I can't I can't bet on with Michigan as a gambler. I think I think you got you gotta put money on Michigan, but I can't say that on this show because it burns me up. I'm wearing a Michigan State hat right now. Um. I got to go with another statistic that, that really swayed me, and that is the last four home games Wisconsin has played in Camp Randall, the under is hit. I'm going under 43 and a half. Okay, under 43 and a half.
1: Are you taking any points in this game?
0: Nope, I'm just going with the under. No. I, don't, I want Wisconsin to win. I think both teams need this win. Wisconsin needs it a little bit more. I will bet on Wisconsin, but for purposes of the show and purposes of my picks – under next game up, sticking in the Big Ten, I have Minnesota at Purdue. Uh, the line is Purdue minus two, over under is 47 and a half. This is also a noon game, by the way. I don't have a ton of stats for you here other than the fact that Minnesota has won four of the last five against Purdue, and PJ uh, Flack is coaching for his job. Uh, yeah, they had is. an embarrassing week last week, and honestly. You know, they should have beat Ohio State week one. Like, that was a poor coaching job there as well. I'm going Minnesota money line. They have to win this game for PJ to keep, to keep going on. So, I don't love what's that, the, but. What's their money line value at? Only plus 108. This game's pretty close. It's Purdue okay. minus 132, Minnesota plus 108. Strictly value and thinking the fact that Minnesota has to win this. I'm going Minnesota. Next up on my docket, I have OSU at Rutgers. The spread is minus 15 and a half favoring Ohio State. Over-under is at 58. I think that I don't have a ton of stats for this game either, other than the fact that Ohio State knows what Michigan did to Rutgers last week, which was not much. Michigan only won by a touchdown. And I think that Ohio State's pissed as they should be. I don't think their season's completely done yet. I think that if they went out in the Big 10 and win the Big 10 championship, I don't know if they'll make it into the top 4, but at least they'll have they'll end the season with a little bit of respect, you know. And I think especially knowing that Michigan only barely beat Rutgers and I think that they know that Michigan is confident they're going to beat them this year, at least have a chance. I think there's a good like a media, I think there's a good media game for Ohio State to go on and put on a show. They also have beat Rutgers in their last four matchups on average by 28 and a half points. So 15 and a half, I think, is a little respectful of Rutgers. I mean, it's a good team this year, but Ohio State, I think, is going to continue its, its, its hate fucking of the Big Ten.
1: That's a very interesting pick there, Trevor.
0: I don't love it, but I love it. I, I don't love my board this week, but because I don't love it, I love it. Okay. That's moving that's on to fair. another pick that I don't love, but love because I don't love it. I'm looking at a 730 game, and that's Boston College at number 25, Clemson. Oh, yeah. The line is Clemson minus 16, and the over under is 46 and a half. Clemson is hanging on by a thread. Barely, they're not looking great. Their offense is terrible, their defense is terrible. Um, That's just – you know, there was a lot of controversy. Dabo Sweeney saying you wouldn't coach if the NIL got initiated on like a hot mic or whatever that interview was in the offseason. This team looks so bad. They lost to an unranked NC State. Like it's just – this is a a train that is falling. And unlike Ohio State, I don't think they have the ability to really bounce back right now. I think they keep getting hit while they're down. I think they win this game, but I don't think that they – win by 16. I'm taking Boston College. They also, fun fact for you here, Josh, between the two teams, Boston College leads in points per game, pass yards per game, and rush yards per game. So I think that, you know, this is a big game for Clemson, and I just don't think that they can, uh, 16 is too, too big of a margin for them. So you got Boston College, what, plus 16? Plus 16, I love
1: it. I love it. I think Clemson's terrible. I would, I would fade Clemson. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm done with Clemson. I lost a lot on them in week one versus Georgia. And since then I just, I I would refuse. Moving on to my last game, pick number five for me. I'm looking at number 22, Auburn at unranked LSU. Line is LSU four minus four over under is 55. I've said this a lot, and we're at the point in the college football season where, like, you're making or breaking it. An early season loss doesn't necessarily define your season yet, and I think this is another must-win game for LSU. They have covered their last 11 home games. They've covered the spread LSU has. I don't think that the Auburn quarterback, Bo Nix, is it. And I think that Max Johnson, the quarterback for LSU, is starting to get a little hot. Last week he went 17 for 22 for 280 yards with four tutties. I think that they're finding their stride a little bit. I think that defense is starting to tighten up a little bit. I think Coach O is, is a little bit on the hot seat as well. So I'm taking LSU minus four here.
1: Not bad. I don't mind LSU minus four. That's. T- I think this is going to be a close game. I think minus four is a really good line for this game, but I do like LSU at home.
0: I was going to take LSU money line, but then I remembered that, um, you know, if you have got hair on your peaches. You got you to gotta drive fast. And I think minus four here makes sense. So, Josh, that's my card. We talked about your card. Let's hop into our team, Michigan State. I was at – The woodshed on Saturday, electric. (laughs) It was amazing. Um, The Stripe Stadium, beautiful. I don't think the game was particularly great, but the fans were involved the entire time. I mean, the ending was obviously good, but there was a stretch during the third quarter where it was just a game play between the 30-yard line. It It was kind of boring. But Michigan State offense last week looked like Michigan State offense as of the past few seasons, which was kind of scary. But the fact that that team stayed in and fought and fought hard and ended up come, like gr- grinding out a W, it's inspiring. And I think it's important for that team to get humbled. Uh, I think they were feeling pretty cocky after what they had done so far to start this season, especially because no one thought they'd be where they are. And I think that this Western Kentucky team is very offensively good, uh, which is obviously, you know, super intelligent speak, but their offense is, is sweet. Their passing offense is really good. Here's a stat. Their starting running back only has 86 yards. Really? Michigan State, according to Pro Football Focus College Edition, has a top eight passing defense. All their offense can do is pass. They can't run the ball. Our, our up front on D is, isn't the best, but I think that our secondary is going to be able to cover them for this game. That being said, I think Michigan State's offense is embarrassed after last week. I think that that was, um, you know, prior teams would fold and continue that trend, but I think this team's built a little different. I think that we're going to see a much stronger, much stronger offensive performance. So for those reasons, Josh, I do love the over. Uh, the over 64, I'm sorry, I didn't read the line. It's Michigan State minus 10 and a half, over under 64. I like, 64 is a lot of points. Michigan State isn't, isn't known for that, but I think that we're in a new era and we got to throw away the record books here. And in throwing away the record books, I'm going to read this stat because I feel obligated as a man with a microphone to say this stat, but I don't love it. And that's Michigan State hasn't covered the last seven games at home against non-ranked teams. There, I, I, we, I said it, we discussed this, it's out there, but I don't think that fucking matters this week either. I'm taking Michigan State plus or minus 10 and a half. So I'm taking the over and MSU minus 10 and a half. Once again, this does not count officially on my card, but my pick is officially Michigan State, minus 10 and a half and the over. The trend has to break. This Mel Tucker team's fucking built different. They got some fucking, they got, they got fucking something, man. I don't know what it is, but they have something and that something's going to be enough. What are your thoughts on this game?
1: Yeah, Trevor, you know, I think this is going to be a really, really good game. I'm excited to watch Michigan State get back at it after a really hard-fought game against Nebraska. MSU's offense is where my focus is going to be on for this game. MSU's offense had under 10 total yards of offense in the second half and overtime combined. That's not good enough. And we somehow won the game. Shout out to Jaden Reed with the incredible punt return. So I'm going to be looking at MSU's offense really closely in this game. I think they're going to bounce back. I think Kenneth Walker's going to bounce back. I believe he only had about 19 carries for about 60 plus yards. Look for Kenneth Walker to bounce back. I think MSU might try to open things up, especially vertically down the field with some of their bigger plays. They didn't really do so well against that. Uh, They didn't do so well with that against Nebraska. So for the next portion of this game, um, I'm gonna, gonna go into the Western Kentucky Western Kentucky offense. They are currently fourth in the nation in points per game and first in passing yards per game. and they're also eighth in red zone efficiency in the nation. Those are all in the nation. Um, MSU's had a couple of injuries. Um, Happened to their defense in the last couple of week uh, or, or so, um, and that's going to be, you know, Drew Drew best. Uh, I think it's either Drew best, Bessie, or Beasley. Um, so, I like the over as well in this game. Uh, I think MSU's offense is going to rebound as well as I think this Western Kentucky team can put up points. Um, where did I see a statistic? Western Kentucky, I'm pretty sure, is one of five schools left in the NCAA that is undefeated on the over this season.
0: So, give me Western Kentucky on the over as well, and I think that MSU is going to pull also bounces back into last season. They're currently on a eight game over streak. Are they? They are. That's huge. All right. So I got.
1: I'm going to again. These aren't official picks for me. However. I am going to be taking MSU minus 10.5 as well as the right over in.
0: at 63.5. Wow. Look at us. Look at us just agreeing. I think this game is going to be closer than 10.5, but we both got balls here. So Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Hurt me. Was that Josh, I am all wrapped up for college football this week. I think it's going to be a good one. I think there's some pretty – this is one of those uh, moving day type weekends where we're going to see a chance, I think, to see – Kind of what teams are made of, because, you know, if you if you're down after, you know, heading into week five out of a you know 13 week season, hard to bounce back. We're almost to the halfway point in college football. So I think we're going to see some stuff here. That being said, Josh, if you don't have anything else to say, I say you move on to pro football. Yeah, buddy, let's move on. All right, sir. Well, in keeping up with our own biases, I think we ought to talk some Lions before we hop into our other NFL picks. Let's absolutely do it, brother. So I happen to be at this game and this Lions versus Ravens game had to be one of the most Lions games I've ever seen. Uh Everyone who's ever watched football and watched a Lions game has said that this week, so I, I felt obligated as well because I'm speaking to a microphone to say that. Um, end of the day, refs fucked the Lions. That's the story we're going with. There's no other errors that were made. There's no other reason. There's clearly 100% refs, and the fact that Justin Tucker has a huge, huge horsecock, um, Massive. Uh, you know, losing – like I said, um, I've said on this show, and I've said – um, privately and I've said around bars and I've basically, I've tweeted it. I've, I've put it out there in every medium I have. I've written it on sticky notes. I'm fine with the Lions losing every game this season if they fight. And so far through three weeks, the Lions have fucking fought. And that is pretty much all I could ask for. There was not an ounce of fight under Patricia. This um, MCDC coach team has, has had it. And, you know, that's, that's all I got on last week. Moving, looking ahead, it's Lions at the Bears. Bears just acquired rights to a new stadium, so this might be one of the last few matchups at Soldier Field. Um, and the line is Bears minus 2.5 over under 42. Lions have lost seven in a row dating back to last year, Josh. Bears lost the last time they played the Lions. And the Bears have no QB1 and also have Matt Nagy. I love the Lions here, Josh. And I'm not just a homer. I think that the the Bears are going to be wrong at some point. And the Lions are going to be right. What say you, sir? This is
1: a really tough game for me, if I'm being honest. As much as I want to. And I really think and want to go with Lions plus three here. I think they can win this game, especially with the current quarterback situation in Chicago. However, I think if this line moves to two and a half, I'm going to hammer Chicago. Uh, Matt Nagy's five and one against the Lions all time. See, I saw that stat, Josh, but I just looked away. I didn't. I did. I looked directly at it and I just, it kind of stings. And as much as I love MCDC and I want him to get his first win. And I think Chicago would be a great team to do it against. I think if the bear, I just think the bears are going to send out. They're too talented on offense between David Montgomery, Allen Robinson. The, the lions defense is terrible the bears have a good enough defense to stop the lions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not what you're saying is right, Josh, but at the end of the day, when it comes to the lions, I'm going to bet on them. Fuck it. Fuck me. When they end up losing this game in some sort of heroically bad manner, we'll, we'll have a nice little chuckle about it and we can move on from there. I think I do in all seriousness though. I think that this is a game where Jared Goff has a bit of a breakout game. I've said that about quarterbacks in the NFL a few times before on the show, but like I think Jared golf is starting to put the pieces together a little bit. I think he's starting to gain a little bit of confidence. I mean, it doesn't help. He has got nobody to throw to, but I am expecting him to be able to get a little something going. I think this is going to be a great test for Penny Asua as well. Uh, that Chicago front four is really good. And so I think it's going to be a good, like, let's see where we are uh, with our offensive line, which is, I think the, the star part of this rebuild right now. That being said, Josh, fuck you for not thinking the line's going to win. Let's uh, let's move on to our primetime games. So every single week on this show, Josh and I are going to cover all three primetime games and also give two other NFL picks just as a reminder to everybody listening. So after Talking about that lovely Lions Bears game, which no one in America should be forced to watch—like, not even us. I don't think it's going to be fun to, to look at. Let's talk about another game that is absolutely rude that is being broadcast to the nation. Um, Honestly, this is almost goes against the Geneva War Crimes. Like, this is a, this is a real problem, and it's an ugly fucking jersey matchup as well. Like, there's just no positive I can really drain away from this one, Josh. And of course. I'm talking about Thursday night football.
1: It's a football game we get to gamble on. What more could you ask good for? Good
0: point. That's a good point. Last year I would have fucking I would have cut my own left hand off for this game. Exactly. But I'm talking, of course, about the Jaguars at the Bengals. The line here is Bengals minus seven and a half over under 46. Of course, the story here is you have the 2020 first overall pick versus the 2021 first overall pick. You also get a little LSU Clemson rematch between Joe Burrow and fucking Trevor Lawrence. And you also get a rematch of quarterbacks of the 2019 College Football Playoff Championship. That being said, Josh, the Jaguars haven't won a game in the last 18. Haven't won one game in the last 18. Josh, before this season, how many games were in the NFL season? 16. There you go. Is 18 more than 16, Josh? Yes. I believe so. you you mean to tell me, by this line of reasoning, the Jaguars haven't won a game in over a standard NFL season. Even the normal new NFL season they haven't won a game in. This team is fucking unwatchable. Trevor Lawrence is fucking bad. He should have parked his ass back at Clemson. And if he was at Clemson, maybe I'm taking Clemson minus 16 instead of fucking Boston College plus 16. He is a fucking bad quarterback, Josh. And I have some stats to back it up. Lay on me. He is tied for first overall in interceptions thrown this year at seven. His compatriot is Zach Wilson, who also fucking sucks. However, tied for second in interceptions thrown this year is Joe Burrow. So, I think we're going to watch a battle of fucking turnovers here, and and I think it's ultimately going to come down to which team is better with turnovers and I got to ride the heavy hand there, Josh. I'm going with the Bengals. I'm going Bengals minus seven and a half. Fuck the Jaguars. Fuck Urban Meyer. Fuck Trevor Lawrence. He also has my initials, which it kind of pisses me off. Like I can't DL, ride with baby. the guy. Can't ride with the guy. Fuck him. This is a big, this town ain't big enough for the two of us. And I'm taller and heavier. So f- get the fuck out of here.
1: Yeah. I'm with That's you. That's my
0: rant. That's my yeah, rant. Go, Sorry. I
1: love, I loved your rant. Thank you. Thank you for sharing with us, Trevor. That was so, so incredible. The heart. So 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 beautifully said. Um, You took the words right out of my mouth. I guess you could say Uh, I'm with you. Cincinnati minus seven and a half. I also like the over in this game. Might parlay it together, throw a little money on it just to have some fun for Thursday night football. I do have um, a couple. But,
0: I do have a little same game parlay for that. I do like Bengals money line and the and the parlay with over plus. I like over one-and-a-half tutties thrown by Joe Burrow, and I like the over yards for uh, Jamar Chase. The odds aren't out yet, but that's probably going to be plus 900 or plus 1,000 on the Barstool Sportsbook. Um, That's usually what they are when you do something along those lines. So uh, that's something to keep in mind. That's what I will be betting on this game. But for picks purposes, Bengals minus seven-and-a-half. Josh, let's leave the dog shit behind us, and let's move on to a game – that has America's hearts. And of course, that's the ageless wonder in TB12 and the Buccaneers against the Pats. Tom Brady going home, but not in the typical blue and white uniform. This is going to be a wild game to watch. I don't know if my brain can wrap my head around seeing Tom Brady enter Gillette Stadium, not in a Patriots jersey. Like My entire life, all I know is that. It doesn't even work right now in the Bucks uniform. Like it hasn't fully processed. The line of so, this game before we get into any kind of insights, Bucks minus seven over under 49 and a half. This game is in Fox, bro. Take it away, Josh. I'm gonna be honest. This is
1: a toss-up game for me. I do like the Bucks here. I Bucks win. I think Patriots possibly find a way to cover. I, really? I think, I don't know. I I'm torn because I feel like there's definitely a possibility that like Tom Brady is going to be like, screw the Patriots, screw Bill Belichick. I'm going to run up the score at the same time. The Patriots defense is not bad whatsoever. They know Tom, they know his strengths. They know his weaknesses, if there are any. I mean, <laughs> God, that man's superhuman. But toss up. I like Bucks to win. Patriots to maybe cover if it gets to like seven and a half, eight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait on this to. If if I do bet on this game, I'm gonna wait till Sunday night. See what the final movement's at. I, I don't see it dropping
0: lower than seven. I would hope that it would only go up. It started at bucks minus five and a half. Okay. So, but um, I think something that's just interesting here, I should have looked this up beforehand, but I, I didn't. And that is my bad, but I'm curious to see what the record would be against starting quarterbacks returning against former, like their former coaches or former team. I think that just based off my memory alone, I think that starting quarterbacks tend to have the advantage there And then, of course, you have to factor into what starting quarterback this is. Tom Brady, this year, right now, is second in the NFL for total passing yards behind only the God himself, Derek Carr. And he's first in the NFL right now alone, not even tied, first in the NFL with 10 touchdown passes. Like, that's insane. And he's doing all this as the oldest starting quarterback. I think that he goes into – or goes into uh, Foxborough, I think it's emotional. I think that he's a pro's pro. I think the Patriots ride the emotions in the first half. I might bet them first half. But I think the Bucks absolutely beat the fuck out of them in the second half. Emotion. Like This Patriots team is not good. Um, they're better than they were last year, but they're still not good. And I don't know what kind of sorcery Bill Belichick needs to pull in order to try and, like, win this. But, like, the talent level is just not – it's just not comparable. No, so I think I think not. that that – and I don't know if Mac Jones can handle this kind of – like, this is a fucking – like, this is a lot of emotion. They, they brought in Adele. You know, everyone's tearing up about an Adele song comparing, you know, hello from the other side. Like, that's just – you know, it gets me. I'm not even a Boston sports guy. <laughs> So, I, I, you know, I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. This is something I had circled on my calendar as soon as I figured out that Tom Brady, you know, signed a contract in Tampa Bay. Um, definitely a fun game to watch. I'm excited. I got bucks minus seven. I'm going to have a same game parlay as well. I love over on Brady passing yards. I love over on Brady touchdowns thrown. I love bucks money line here. Pretty much the same as I had uh, for the Bengals game. But I love under on Mac Jones passing yards. And uh, I have Gronk for a tutty. Those are the props I'm looking at. I mean, if, I think – I don't even know what you're thinking if you don't think that Brady's going to find Gronk in some, like, outlet tut- – like, ends our red zone pass. Like, it's just going to happen.
1: They're back in Foxborough. They're of, co- of course they're going to f- connect for a touchdown together.
0: My question to you, Josh, win or lose, do you think Brady and Belichick have a moment on field after the game when everyone's, like, shaking hands and stuff? Yeah, I do. I think I think if uh, I think if the Bucks lose, I think if the Patriots get blown out or the Bucks lose, Brady's not going to say shit to Belichick. I think they're going to walk right by each other because then it's going to be a whole other media point. I'm like, oh my god! Oh, uh, and they'll get another primetime game schedule. It'll be just as fun next year. But I've beaten that drum a lot, and sure you can turn around on ESPN and it's all they're fucking talking about. There's a lot of content about this game. Should be a fun one though. Let's move on to Monday night. Monday night games have been fun. Um, I didn't think I'd ever say those words, but I've enjoyed them. Even the Lions' uh, package game—the first half was exciting enough. This week on Monday, we have the Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers are minus three and a half right now. Over/under is fifty-two. Money line: Raiders plus one fifty-five. Chargers minus one ninety. This Josh to me is a Derek Carr truth game. He's good. As I said in the last game, he's leading the league right now in passing yards. He's had a breakout season. Is he the guy, though? And I think that this game kind of sells it. Because Justin Herbert obviously is the guy for his team. Uh, he's been a stud this entire like, – I've loved – like Justin Herbert is probably one of my favorite rookie quarterbacks to come out recently. I, I'm a big fan of him. I like his like – he's got it's like, like a pizzazz to him that like makes you kind of wish he was my starting quarterback.
1: Herbert's a good kid.
0: Yeah. Another thing, too, I mean, both like two of the three Raiders games have gone to OT. So I think that that minus three and a half line, if you're a Chargers fan, Um, I don't love that. I think this is going to be a field goal game. It smells like a field goal game. Chargers only lost in the season is to a field goal. The Raiders have only have won on two field goals in overtime. Uh, Three and a half is not a good number, regardless of what side you like on this game. I just don't think it's smart. Um, Here's the thing that I like, though. So Pro Football Focus has graded, you know, before the season, the Chargers line at number 18 overall. And they graded the Raiders offensive line at number 26 overall. And both of these teams have top 15 defensive line presence prior to the season starting. And I would say the Raiders have only gotten better because Max Crosby is a fucking stud. So I think that this is going to come down to which defensive front four can get the job done. And I like the Raiders' defensive front four a little bit more than I like the Chargers' defensive front four right now. So that being said, I'm taking Raiders' money line. Also, before you say anything, Josh, sorry to interrupt. Raiders have been a cornerstone in parlays for me, and the only reason I'm, like, really crushing it units-wise this season. So it feels dirty of me to bet against them. I got to ride with these guys until they throw me off the, the ship. What are your thoughts on this game, sir?
1: I'm I'm very excited for this Monday night game. I think this is actually going to be a very, very close game when it comes to these two teams. I think both these teams are going to play each other well. Vegas, 3-0. Are they a fluke 3-0, though? That's the big question. That's that the- is...
0: That's a huge question coming out of here. I agree with you.
1: That's the big talk of the town and everything, you know. Uh, on the opposing side for the Chargers, they're coming off their big win against Kansas City. Here, I like the Chargers. I think I like the money line. Wow, I think they win. We're at odds. We are at odds. Um, yeah. So I would say Chargers. I. I. It, I just think the Raiders are bound to lose. Like, yeah, I so agree. With co- you. They're so every game they've played, it, it's so close when they've lost. It, it's been it's been two two point game, uh, four point. That's what game. I'm saying. Yeah.
0: I don't like the line minus three and a half. If you if you're gonna bet on the Chargers, I don't like that. It's it's my right now on
1: FanDuel. They've got minus three. Post uh, minus three for the Chargers.
0: I don't even like that. Like, it was two and a half. I would take that. But I think this is a few. I think this just screams some other fourth quarter or overtime field goal to me. Absolutely. I mean, they were – like, the Raiders were down 14 points to the Ravens, and they came back and won that. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be a good game. Unfortunately, I won't be able to watch it uh, in its entirety. I will be at the Red Wings game, which is not unfortunate at all. I'm actually very excited to go back to LCA. But moving on, Josh, we're getting towards the, the end of our show here. And then, you know what that means? It means we have two more NFL picks to go before our best bets of the weekend. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to lay on my NFL two picks for you. So first off, I don't love this, but I love it. Like this has been the theme this entire show for me. I'm looking at Cleveland at Minnesota. Line is Cleveland minus two over under 51 and a half. Two things. Kirk Cousins, number one, according to PFF, inside the pocket. Number 26 when he's pressured. Give that man time. He's good. The Browns have a fantastic up front. And I think that they're going to dominate an injury struck and rookie-laced Minnesota uh, um, offensive line. Also, Dalvin Cook, at least as of today, 929, is not starting on Sunday. He is currently questionable, and uh, he's, I think it's a hamstring injury, if I remember right. Uh, could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But no Dalvin Cook plus Miles Garrett. I like the Browns here, and I'm going to move that line up, buy some points, give me Browns minus three. Next up, I have Washington football team at Atlanta. Line is Washington football team minus one and a half over under 48. Um, I think this is the game of the Washington defense, which was so highly rated with so many first overall picks and not even first overall picks, but just first round draft picks. They're 31st in the league right now. They, They have to have a game when they figure it out. And there's no better team to figure out your defense against than a lethargic and antiquated Matt Ryan led Falcons offense. I think that this is the game that they get their mojo back. They fight tooth and nail chase. Young's going to absolutely respectfully bury Matt Ryan. He's going to you know, put a nice little bouquet of flowers down <laughs> on his headstone, but he's going to kill him. And I'm moving the line here as well. I'm going to take Washington minus two and a half. I do think this might be a field goal game because you know these teams suck. And I feel like, I don't know, it just feels field goalie to me, but I do think the Washington defense does their job here. Josh, give me your two last two NFL picks of the week. All right. So
1: I've actually somewhat screwed up and not. I've got way more than two picks that I love. Um, So the first pick that I have, uh, I know that's not the worst thing to have. But first pick that I took uh, this week, as soon as the line dropped on Monday, I hammered it. Uh, That was the Titans and Jets. Uh caught it early at under 46. Ooh. Uh right now on FanDuel, it is currently running at
0: 44 and a half. So it's already dropped wow. a point and a half. That's amazing. Can you uh, uh can you remind me how many points the Jets scored last game? They, they didn't they, they didn't score a single point, Trevor. It, is it that was, good it, or bad for total point bets? I mean that's that's pretty bad. I mean, yeah, if you can't I love it. the fact that you got 46 points, Josh. I feel like that is, that might be the steal of the weekend. Absolutely. So I love, uh, you know,
1: the under there. I don't think the jets are good. They're bad. How many points do the jets average this season? They haven't even, they don't even average seven points a game. It's like mm. six point six point six 6.6 points a game. They're, they're bad. So I like, the under uh, – I don't currently – I don't know if I currently like the under now. I liked it at 46.
0: Love it at 46. Because I knew,
1: I knew it was going to move from there. So That's I knew good. I would That's get good. it at its That's peak. That's a
0: good call, Josh.
1: I knew I would get it at its peak. Additionally, the Jets are terrible. They can't score. Um, There's a really large man on the other side of the ball that the Jets have to stop. And his name is Derrick Henry. <laughs> And I think he can lead this team to a victory by more than seven points. Give me Tennessee minus seven. If they don't, if they don't, if they don't cover, I think they push. I I don't see them not pushing.
0: Yep. I agree with that. That's a great pick. Jets are terrible. Feel bad for Zach Wilson. He looks like a good kid, but NFL might not be it for him. It might might be a future offensive coordinator. All right. and then. I've got two
1: more picks, and then I actually have a little switch-up. So my last two picks, these lines haven't come out, but I love these already. This man is a wide receiver, and all he does is get receptions and targets. And all it means is he produces. So... I like DJ Moore. I'm going back to what wow, what, what won for me last week. I'm taking his line hasn't come out yet. I expect it to be five and a half, six and a half, somewhere around there. Um, but I do like the over on his receptions against a bad Dallas secondary, and then I also do like the uh, over on his yards. I can see him going seven, eight receptions, hundred yards, eighty. Love yards. that
0: pick, Josh. Somewhere Love that around pick. there.
1: All right, so those are going to be uh, my NFL picks for the weekend.
0: All right, Josh, our last segment of the day. Then we have to look at our best bet of the weekend. I am actually going to steal the thunder. I'm going to, I'm going to ride what you were just talking about with that terrible Dallas secondary. We're going to talk. My best bet of the weekend is Carolina at Dallas, Dallas minus four and a half over under 50 and a half. This game is a question of Dallas's integrity. This Carolina team has been frisky. It's been, you know, some would even say good. Uh, This Dallas team has been frisky. Some would even say good. And I think when we got two frisky, some would say good teams going head-to-head with each other, it's always going to be a fun game to watch. I'm seeing the lines right now, plus 155 money line for Carolina and minus 190 for Dallas. The thing that gets me is that there's no Christian McCaffrey in this game. And the problem with no Christian McCaffrey in this game is that there was no Christian McCaffrey in the second half against Houston. And that Carolina Panthers team looked terrible against Houston on primetime last week. Terrible. When they couldn't run the ball, Sam Darnold couldn't. like Sam Darnold's talented, but Sam Darnold is not Dak Prescott. I think that we're going to see a bad offense in Carolina go against a bad defense in uh, Dallas, and we're going to see a good defense in Carolina go up against a good offense in Dallas. I think it's going to be an interesting cross-up. I'm taking as my best bet of the weekend. I'm taking Dallas money line. I think Dak Dak is is I, I really like him. His character is fantastic. What he's overcome so far in his young career is, fan, is just it's inspiring, and I, I don't want to see him keep doing well. And I think that he's going to – I think that this is going to put the Cowboys on track to the annoying sports media people saying, yep, Super Bowl bound. I don't think they're Super Bowl bound for the record, but they are good, and I think they're going to prove it against this Carolina team.
1: That's not bad. I like those insights. I really – this is a really tough game for me. I really like Carolina. I think they're a really good defense. They currently have the number one defense in the league, uh, according to ESPN. Again, no Christian McCaffrey, like you said – I do like Dallas. I would not be surprised if Carolina covers or squeaks out a win here. However,
0: I agree with you there, but I do think, you know, I mean, I guess I don't agree with you on the win part. Cause I'm taking Dallas money line, but I could see them covering. I just don't have enough non jets, Sam Darnold in my life to determine if he's actually good, you know? And I That's think fair. that this is going to be a good test for him, but I do have enough real world data to see that Dak is good. So I guess that's what's influencing my decision here, Josh. but I do believe that you have a best bet of the weekend for me. What do you, you do. have, sir? Let's I do.
1: It. I do, sir. Um, we're headed to college football. Ooh. We're headed back to the big Ten. Ooh. And it's actually a game that you yourself put on your college football slate. Interesting.
0: It's gonna be Ohio State at Rutgers, Trevor. Wow. Okay. That's not the game I thought you were gonna talk about, but I'm here no. for it. What do you got for me, Josh?
1: Currently on FanDuel. Rutgers plus 14 and a half. Rutgers this year is four 0 against the spread, Trevor.
0: Wow. Your best bet is a contention with mine. That is interesting, sir. Well, well, I got a little more, a little more juice for it. More juice. Let's squeeze it,
1: Josh. Let's hear it. Rutgers is at home, right? You're always fired up Good for a home. You're always fired up for a home game. Of they're course. playing Ohio State though. This is Rutgers Super Bowl. They're not going to the college football playoff. This nope. is their college football playoff right now, and they're okay. two touchdown underdogs. They were three touchdown underdogs against Michigan and almost won. They lost by seven. They should they should have won. Give me Rutgers plus fourteen and a half is my best bet of the week. And you know wow, what, Josh? Trevor. I'm actually going to do you one better. Wow. I actually have another best bet of the week for you. And, it, and you know what? A little twofer for the people. <laughs> I, I may regret this, but I'm, I'm going to guarantee this wins.
0: Wow. Okay, let's hear it, Josh.
1: We're going prime time. We're going Monday night football. <laughs> Back to the NFL. I oh, love it. Back to the NFL. This is my other best bet. I'm going to have two best bets this week. And I'm this, this bet, I feel very confident in. So we've got Vegas taking on the Chargers over under 52 and a half, Trevor. Yep. Last two times that the Chargers and Raiders have met. Over under has been set at 52 and a half. It has hit... Both times, both team, both times the teams have scored 57 points. Wow. Additionally, the over this year is eight and one in primetime games. So that's Thursday night football, Sunday night football, and Monday night football. My my second best bet of the weekend is gonna be Vegas and the Chargers over 52 and a half.
0: I love that pick, Josh. I absolutely love it. I would love to bet you a little six-pack of beer on your other best bet, though. I'm putting my money on fucking Ohio State. I hate to do it, but, like, I don't. Let's fucking all go. Right. Let's do it. All right, So Well, that's our show, Josh. I appreciate you coming with all this information, all this knowledge. Uh, let's remind the people that we're we're hot right now. We have four combined losses across 22 picks over one week. Let's keep that, that fucking bad. momentum. Let's all make some fucking money. Let's have a good week, Josh. I would look forward to talking with you next week, sir. Check us out on Twitter at MotorCityBets where we will be posting our picks and we'll be posting a people's parlay, a little teaser for the people. Uh, that wasn't out last week and that's because we're idiots. Uh, we're getting there. Uh, it's preseason for us too, so we'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, follow us at Motor City Bets on Twitter, where we will be posting all of our gambling picks. Once again, that's five college picks, five NFL picks, and we will talk to you guys all next week. Have a good one.